Hello, welcome to the long-awaited episode two of the Kicking Mustang podcast. I've been meaning to do these a little bit more regularly. Sorry that it has taken me so long to get it going, um, but we are here, and it is episode two. I'm going to. Um, what I've done is put out a request for questions. I've got a big list of questions, and to be honest, I'm going to hold my hands up. I have not read them all yet, so I'm going to just read them as I go. So um, some of them might be unexpected, but I'm going to read them in the order they came in. But before I tackle the Q and A uh, that I have received, um, let's just take a quick. Uh, look at uh, the news that is out uh, SRS sniper rifle by Silverback they have a new generation that is being released uh, this is quite exciting that it looks like they have made some um, pretty big improvements they've changed the piston on it they've got a new heavyweight piston with a new cup design they say it's going to be quieter and uh, with the heavier piston as well that's going should in theory, allow us to use softer springs and use dual creep to um, send the balls out. So that's quite exciting. It's also got a new rubber, which they claim is going to solve uh, air sealing issues in the fast hop. And it does look like it's got a kind of R-hop type property to it. So hopefully that will be able to extend the range as well. So that's exciting stuff. If you are waiting to buy an SRS, you haven't got too long left to wait for that new generation. Um, talking about SRSs, uh, Stalker Airsoft have got a new nub that's come out as well. Uh, it's They have, I think their previous nubs are 3D printed. I might be wrong, but I believe they're 3D printed. These new nubs are made from rubber and they come in two different hardnesses. Uh, 60 and 75 degrees and they look absolutely fantastic and I will be switching over my um, nubs. I'm currently using their hard plastic nub. I'm going to be switching over to the rubber nub for the R-Hop setup. Um, Stalker Airsoft also have a new hop arm that's out for the S for the VSR. I have tried it. Um, I tend to use a modified tan rubber and the hop arm was a little bit too aggressive for me on that but if you are using a maple leaf style rubber um, or perhaps even an R-hop in your VSR it is well worth taking a look at these new Stalker Airsoft um, hop arms and the uh, I think called Panthera hop arms I've got another one here I think they're both Panthera yeah they sent me Panthera and they've got the two um, the, the two different nubs and I'm not sure whether no I don't think those new rubber nubs so you have to use their uh, plastic nubs for those uh, new VSR hop arms but well worth looking at guys they look uh, really well made CNC metal by the looks of it um, with regards ghillie suit updates I have just um, done a new uh, design, not design not one for a better word um, I am utilising the Israeli mist finets. I think I pronounced that correctly. You may well have seen the Israeli troops use what looks like a mushroom or shower cap, or as some people have described, it looks like a pair of pants on their heads, which they put over their helmets. This is to break up your outline and your silhouette. I'm utilizing one of those and have crafted it. I've put details of that in the sniper ops facebook group if you want to have a look at what i'm doing with that new you know, ghillie suit innovation i've plopped that into the sniper ops group so with that out of the way i'm now going to get onto the q a's guys i put up a request for q a's on the facebook uh, page facebook.com forward slash kicking mustang i have not read these questions yet so let's go through them and um let's see where 
we are with ease. Kyle Wendries asks, when am I coming to Belgium? I, uh, I've been to Belgium already this year, but I'm thinking of coming back. I'm thinking about it either later this month or possibly in October. I haven't got a date set. And if I do come back to Belgium, I'll swing via Holland and I'll probably go to the chambers in Belgium again. Uh, Zek Stevenson asks, did you get a chance to test out the TNT in a barrel with the TNT TR hop? How was it? Yes, I have. I have tested it in the uh, SRS and it shoots really, really nicely. One thing I did find with it though is that it, when you apply a hop normally with the SRS, and the heavier the BBs you're using, the more jewels you are creating. What I did find with the TNT TR hop was it wasn't you weren't getting as higher jewels for the heavier ammo. So you weren't getting the kind of jewel creeps you might get before. However, it is shooting very flat and very, very straight. We did a side-by-side -side um, when I was in Norway and we were shooting out to a lake and we had a 2.2 jewel SRS with the TR um, hop and a TNT inner barrel versus a, uh, which was a 2.7 jewel SSG and it was really interesting actually firing them both exactly the same time and you would think with the higher power um, SSG it would be going further and the BB would get there quicker. That Both BBs landed at almost identical times in almost identical spots um, but they were using different BBs. The uh, SRS was using a 0.48 with the TR hop and the SSG was using a 0.4 or 0.43 so it wasn't a fair test, but it was an interesting test. Um, but the TNT, TR Hop, was shooting very, very straight with that uh, SRS. And I have tried it in a, a VSR as well, Sniper Operative. Alex has got it in his VSR, and it's working very well. So if you are looking at a new hop rubber, definitely worth having a look into it. Uh, Ashley Scott, he, I've not, I'm not read this question yet, so let's hope there's nothing uh, too crazy here. What's he I know FPS is not an important, is not that important, but what is the SPS of your Mark 23 on point twos and with your big heavy balls? Asked Ashley Scott. Um, my FPS with my Mark 23 on point twos is, I think it's around a 330, 340, and I don't know what it is on the big heavy balls, but last time I chronoed it, it was at 1.1 joules on 0.45s, and it will be roughly the same with 0.48s as well. And I'm using a 138mm crazy jet barrel, and um, so, yeah, no, that's what the FPS is, so it's very well within well within UK limits. Uh, Bod, uh, Bogdan Andrea Bullican, apologies if I have not pronounced your name correctly, asked, what BB weight should he use for a VSR G-Spec with edgy upgrades, AAA hop-up and 500 FPS with 0.2? A lot of that's going to depend on what hop you are using, Bogdan. I would say usually use as heavy as you can hop but that is not always the right answer for example my VSR performs better with 0.4 BBs uh, rather than even a 0.43 or a 0.45 I'm using a modified tan hop rubber in that why it works better with 0.4s I'm not entirely sure I, I think it's probably got something to do with air volume for example, my Mark 23 pistol, I use 0.48 gram BBs, and I do know the Mark 23s put out a lot of gas when they fire, and in my SRS as well, I use 0.48s, as I do in my Tanaka 
as well. So to answer your, briefly, to answer your question, you're as heavy as you can hop, but that is not always the case. Um, you may get a better range using slightly lighter BBs, depending on the volume of air you are using. Uh, Wesley Van Beast asks, what was the new Realtree mess jacket you were showing? I am unsure when that was, mate. I Was it in, in a live stream? It, if it is in a live stream, I was wearing a new Realtree jacket by Deer Hunter, which is um, really nice colours and um, a really nice jacket, actually. I'm not sure whether it's a mess jacket, though. Um, I hope that's the jacket you are talking about. Uh, Barnabas Barros asks, can you tell us how do you make your uh, masks? Uh, Barnabas, there is a video on my YouTube. If you click on, go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash kicking mustang, there is a... Uh, a section on my YouTube channel saying tech, gilly, upgrades, um, and uh, sort of it's a technical uh, part of my channel. Click on that and there should be a video in there which shows you um, me and Fast Forward making a mask that should help you. Ignasi asks, what enhancements have you done to the silencer on the MK23? Uh, which hop-up plate do you recommend for the MK MK23 with maple leaf barrel? That's a question from Ignasi. Um, I, with my silencer, I put baffles in it and I also... Um, cut holes in the foam inside my silencer. There's also a special enhancement that some of the sniper ops are using. We call it a fart flap. Uh, looking back a few years ago, I think um, a sniper operative Chris was the first person to use this. He used it on a Wolfer P99, I think, originally, and I dismissed it to be honest at the time, but we have all pretty much started using this. It is um, kind of a flap that goes over the front of the silencer and it opens with the blast of the air and the BB comes through and when the air stops, the fart flap closes back behind it. It does have a, an effect on the sound. Occasionally you get a BB swerving, but it does uh, it does help silence things. It's quite quite an interesting modification. Um, I am currently editing, or I have recorded, and I need to edit a video um, about this uh, silencing mod, and I will be putting it out hopefully uh, at some time on my YouTube channel. Uh, let's move on to some more questions. David Chamberlain asks, how many times has someone walked on you? David, I have lost count, sir, um, quite a lot. Uh, and uh, it's kind of funny when it does happen, but it, and it does happen. Um, I has it happened in the last year? Probably close a couple of times. Have I caught it on camera? There might be a video. There's a couple of videos I think on YouTube where I've caught it on camera. Um, if you have a dig into those, um, Eric asks, "Am I releasing video gameplay of Colchester soon?" Yes, I am editing that, and it should be coming soon. Um, Graham Hicks from Florida asks, am I coming to the States? I would love to come to the States, Graham. Uh, when that will be, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe later this year, early next year. I'd love to, but um, it's quite a long journey. And maybe if there are some big events coming up, you can let me know what's coming up and maybe I can plan something around that. Uh, Chris Vinadal asks, would you be interested to be involved in the development of some new products, uh, 3D printing? Uh, I would, Chris, and I'm actually speaking with um, uh, Steve, Mr. Hadron, about developing 
something at the moment. So yeah, I'm always uh, interested in developing products. Uh, watch this space. There might be something on the way. Uh, Pim Sheepers asks, where did you order or get the materials for your ghillie? Uh, Pim, I collect them over the years and I can't really say. Most of them are on eBay or Amazon. I've picked some stuff up in charity shops. Um, I've even nick some from a Chinese takeaway when the girl on the counter is looking a different direction. I thought, oh, they're nice leaves. I'll pinch a couple of those. Um, did I just admit that on a podcast? I did. Um, I grab stuff when I see it, mate, and I get stockpile it. I've got drawers of the stuff. Um, so you've got to look around, mate, and have a dig. There's not really anywhere off the shelf. But having said that, um, check out uh, skirmshop.nl. They have something called sneaky leaves in stock, which are often a really important uh, part of my uh, ghillie suit. Um, Ian Hill asks, have, have ICS bothered to contact you at all? Uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't have read that question. Um, yes, they have actually. Uh, ICS have contacted me um, with regards to that troll. In fact, I'll talk about that a little bit. The I have um, normally when I'm trolled, I will completely ignore it, or it even fuels me on to go and produce content. Uh, the trolls. I tell you, the, the big difference between maybe trolls and people who produce content is that trolls tend to be fueled by um, bitterness or jealousy and they then that uh, inspires them to attack uh, people who have been making or putting out content with with me I am inspired I think or what inspires me is or what drives me on is gratitude and I appreciate being able to share content being able to share this style of gameplay with this community or based around you know just with the community or in general in airsoft i really enjoy sharing this style of gameplay and sharing craft and learning and skills with the community now when trolls attack um, as has happened on a number of occasions i tend to just ignore it it doesn't really affect me it's water off my back however with this ics guy um he is uh, he is sponsored by ICS and I don't think it's on to make death threats and to call people um, uh, retarded or whatever he called me and so um, I yeah I think it's uh, sometimes we've got to draw a line with these trolls and you have to the problem is if you ignore trolls they it's almost accepting them as part of the community and sometimes from time to time it's I think someone needs to stand up to them and um, I am speaking to his sponsors about his disgusting uh, actions, to be honest, Ian. So, yes, I have spoken to ICS, and I think it's um, pretty terrible, the language and the um, death threats he has made. So, um, yeah, let's see how that unfolds. Um, moving on to some uh, questions from the Sniper Ops group. If you are not in the Sniper Ops group and you would like to uh, learn more about ghillie suit crafting and the uh, sniping, airsoft sniping in general, uh, have a look at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash sniper operations, which is my Sniper Ops group and it's where there is tons of uh, ghillie crafting uh, videos, 
blog posts and uh, community chat and it's all contained within a unit section in there. So this is where these questions have come from. Joshua asks, what upgrades have you tried for the KJW Mark 1? Josh, uh, so not Joshua, Josh Iyer. Um, Josh Iyer, I have not had a KJW Mark 1, but I have owned two Gemtech Oasis which is the silenced hush puppy version of the KJW Mark One, and I want to love them. I think they're fantastic pistols, but I just can't. They are so much trouble. Their hops are so inconsistent, and no matter what you do to them, despite their high power output, the hop just doesn't work consistently. They under hop, and then they hop BBs to the moon, they occasionally send balls out dead straight for like 70 meters and the next one you fire they just fly off to the left or right or they just drop short like after 20 meters. So I've tried everything on a mate. Apart from I haven't tried, I have not tried using a Sugru um, mod to sort of create an R-hot patch ball and that might be worth having a look but to be honest I don't think you're going to get much luck with them. Um, Peter Simpson asks how effective is covert sniping in military sites CQB Milsim events um, away from solid woodland? Well Peter I have played lots at um, military sites CQB Milsim sites at uh, UK British MOD uh, training facilities and I can tell you that sniping can be incredibly effective um, if you remain hidden like like or it's just it's effect for me covert sniping is effective anywhere even in CQB environments my biggest uh, kill streak ever was in a CQB environment it was at the school which is a site in just north of London. It's a disused school, and I was in a um, sort of playground there, and I was using, I think it was, it was, I was using the Mac 10, and I was just using the um, the walls and the dead ivy on the walls. And um, also in the shadows, if you get in shadows, yeah, I mean, you can snipe not just with a rifle, but with a pistol as well, silence pistol. So I, I personally think covert stealth style of play is effective in almost any environment. Um, Marnix asks, are you going to do more tips and tricks videos? Because the tips and tricks you do sometimes while playing has got him thinking a lot. Yes, Marnix, I do want to do some more. But to be honest with you, I'm not very good at vlogs. I know I need to do more of them or at least try to do more of them. And um, But... If you want to see more tips and tricks, I would recommend following me on my Instagram when I often pop on to live streams when I'm walking the dogs and I will talk about tactics and strategies. And some, if I do that, it's usually on a Monday or Tuesday after a game when I have been thinking about the game on the weekend and I've been thinking about the strategies and tactics and I will often chat about that during a live stream on Instagram. So give me a follow on Instagram. Um, and watch out for the live notifications when they pop up. Uh, Karim asks, he wants to know what a good camo tape is for his gun, and also the leaves and mosses you are using. Where can he find them? Karim, the, my favourite camo tape is made by Jack Pike, and it is the new, it's kind of a, a pale 
pale colour um, with dead leaves on it and I think Skirmshop have got it in stock at the moment and also the Sneaky Leaves Skirmshop has in stock but I also use many other leaves, I craft leaves and if you're in the Sniper Ops group take a look at the unit section in there there's uh, lots of tips and tricks on how to craft leaves very cheaply and the moss that I use is actually natural moss and I pick up the natural moss um, from out in the woods, I dry it, and then I attach it to my equipment using shoe goo. Um, let's move on, we've still got a few more questions. Uh, Rado asked, what leaves have you used on your ghillie suit? I think I have answered that one already. It's a combination of crafted leaves and the sneaky leaves. Fraser asked an interesting question. What, um, and this is Fraser Holding, he's actually just started a new um, Instagram account, a sniper operative Fraser I think it is, and um, Fraser is a, a sniper ops player who's been playing with us for a couple of years now, and he's a, he's a very young man, I think he's uh, 16 this year, um, excellent player, both him and Jude are both 16 year olds, They're the two youngest players in our games, and they're very, very good players, and he's dropped a very good question, what are the best sites you visited, and the coolest people you've met through Airsoft, that is an amazing question, for me, that is an easy one to answer. The best site I have ever visited is the Bears Head in France, which is on the border between France and Switzerland. It is an old World War One fortress built, um, actually I think it's post-Napoleonic and it was used in World War One and World War Two. It's built on top of a mountain and surrounded by forest and it is the mecca of airsoft sites for me there is nothing like it it's got cqb secret tunnels uh, trench systems ladders cliffs forest um, it's oozes history it feels like it's haunted and it's just the most beautiful place to visit and that's an easy question and the coolest people i have met it's probably going to the bear's head and the passion of all the players that go there they come from um when we've been there they've not just well there's very few french players unusually and it's usually dutch germans swiss um, some people from spain italy and english and it's people with a real passion for airsoft that travel from all over europe and come to this mecca of uh, airsoft and um yeah, just a, an amazing place to play, Fraser. Um, Oscar asks, uh, do you think the King's Arms M700 could be a nice alternative for Tanakas? It is an alternative for Tanakas, but I don't think it's a nice alternative for Tanakas. It's not really on par. You need the Tanaka mags for it to work uh, properly. And it's similar to the Tokyo Maruri Mark 23s. I think a lot of the magic from the Mark 23s comes from the Mark 23 mag, which releases the gas very smoothly and perfectly each time. The, a lot of people use the clone mags because they can use propane in them without modifying and they think they get higher FPS. They might get higher FPS, but the gas is not released in a smooth, uh, perfect way. And I think that has a lot to do with the range and accuracy of the Mark 23s. It comes from the TM mags and the same with the Tanaka. With the Tanakas also there's there's a very there's a there's a there's a feel to them when you use them. It's 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 like a Rolls Royce of 
uh, sniper rifles. It just feels it just feels beautiful to use. The King's Arms M700, I don't think comes close to it really. Um, one interesting alternative is the uh, VFC M40 gas sniper rifle. That performs very well out of the box, and I think that is a potential alternative for a Tanaka if you can't find a Tanaka. It's a very heavy gun, but it does perform uh, similarly to the Tanaka. It doesn't quite have the range, it's not quite as special, but for the money, that uh, VFC uh, M40 gas sniper rifle, that's a lot of bang for your buck, it's a really nice gun. Uh, Oscar also asked, do you consider KCO2 is a potential gas blowback sniper platform? Yes, and sniper operative Smithy is using one of those at the moment. I think they are very cool platforms. Um, Kim Meyer asks, next step in self-airsoft question mark, is the leaf ghillie now so common to not be spotted? What's the dream airsoft sniper rifle that isn't on the market? I think I get this question, Kim. Um, is the leaf ghillie suit now so common to not be spotted? Is ghillie, leaf ghillie suits for me are, they have... They become so. I think there's a reason why so many people are using leaf ghillie suits. One, they're effective. There aren't. Uh, they're effective without many compromises. When you use a, a traditional ghillie suit, there are compromises. They tend to be heavy, especially when they're wet. They can restrict your movement and they can limit your vision. Leaf suits, they don't have many compromises. Also, as people will attest to in the sniper ops group, there is something very addictive about crafting these suits and it doesn't cost a huge amount of money and it's very rewarding to build something like that yourself put it into operation in the field and seeing um, the effects it can have and how it can enhance your gameplay there's something very rewarding about them and I think that is why they are so popular um, and what is the dream S or sniper rifle that isn't on the market for me I think the dream sniper rifle is it's got to be small. I think it's got to be usable all year round. Um, I think the Silverback SRS is close to being the dream sniper rifle. Um, I don't like it being a bullpup. Um, I like the fact you can have it as a G-spec. Uh, but I've got to say, as I say it all the time, the Mark 23 pistol for me is probably the dream airsoft sniper Gun. It may not be a rifle, but it is my dream airsoft sniper gun, the MK23 pistol. Um, I, Igor Ivanov in the Sniper Ops group asks, he would like to ask and see what kind of loops he I am using and how do I attach them for natural vegetation. Igor, unfortunately this is a podcast so I can't show you, but um, it is usually a, a pretty simple solution. I wear elastic bands on my limbs. I literally um, get pretty thick, strong elastic bands, either from the post office or when the postman delivers parcels, they come with a little elastic band around them. I save those up, I put them on my limbs, and I use those to loop natural veg into it. It's that simple. Uh, Chris Kundry asks, what gas do you use in my Mark 23? Um, in the height of summer this year, I had to change gas because I normally use Garda Power Gas, which is excellent all year round. 
this summer when the temperatures were in excess of 30 degrees C in the UK, that god of power gas was too strong and my Mark 23 was light striking because there was so much pressure and I switched to Abbey Ultra in the summer. Um, Matty is asking, when are you coming to the Midlands to play so he doesn't have to travel two plus hours and am I still planning on manufacturing a ghillie suit myself? Um, let's answer those two questions. He's got one more after that. Um, I Give me a game, mate. Let me know a good game to come to and I will travel two hours to come and play with you, dude. I would love to. Um, am I still planning on making a ghillie suit? Yes, I am. But I have tried hard and I cannot get a manufacturer to build it to my specifications and I don't want something second rate to come out. So I'm still on the lookout for manufacturers. I'm still speaking to people. Um, it's not going to come out this year, though but I would love to bring one out because I know exactly what I want it to be. Um, he sent another question. Do you ever think I will tire of recording similarly to bodge ups and level cap gaming? No. No, I don't. Um, I love the process of doing it. I, I don't, I love airsoft, but I, I do not. The thing is, I, when you listen to some of these people's reasons like level cap, um, he put out a video and bodge ups. I think, I think they were chasing something. They were chasing whether it was numbers or they were they were looking they were chasing an end. Somehow they were chasing an end that didn't come. And maybe they over the last two years things on the scope cam video airsoft video making landscape have changed a lot. Novridge and Silo have both blown through a million subscribers. Novridge is now at 3.5 million. And I think it's very easy to look at those kind of numbers and try to chase them, and it feels so far away. Now, I'm I'm not doing that. I I I don't care if I've got 5,000 subscribers or 60,000 subscribers or 100,000 subscribers. I love the process of playing editing, making something, and it almost feels like an anti-climax. When I put the video out and the video goes out, it almost feels like an anti-climax when it goes out, and I look forward to playing the next game of Airsoft and then editing. I love that process of doing it, and my passion for that is what drives me on, and that's why I don't think I can stop doing it. Um, Pat Matty also asked, do you think... I will expand Sniper Ops to be more of a Gilly Airsoft group to a gaming group. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think it's going to stay uh, stay exactly as it is. But you may have seen I am planning a new type of game called Agent Ops. And we're doing a test game in two weekends' time. Not this weekend, next weekend. And it is a, um, a wide game played over a very large area of Essex and it involves using cameras instead of guns, and it involves secret missions and navigating across the countryside and meeting up with resistance fighters, and it's um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I am looking to expand Sniper Ops to this new event, and I'm going to see how that goes. And I'm, yeah, a lot of the guys are quite excited about taking part, so watch out for the new Agent Ops. Um, scroll down. Lawrence Newman asks, what gloves do you use and are they gillied up? I use 
I either there's two types of gloves I use. If I'm playing in a, in a urban area like ASGB in Essex, where there's a lot of sort of metal spikes and bits of glass and stuff around, I will wear Oakley gloves. But usually when I'm stalking, I wear Jack Pike gloves, and they are a 3D leafy glove. Uh, there are um, a few alternatives to those because the gloves I wear you can't get hold of anymore. Um, but I do like to wear lightweight. Uh, real tree gloves um, that you can sort of feel through. Winter time, your hands can get a little bit cold, and I have a pair of seal skin gloves in real tree for the winter. Um, Lawrence asks, "Do you have favourite sites in the northwest Cheshire area?" I have never played airsoft up there, Lawrence. If you have any sites you would recommend I go up there to visit and play at, please drop me a message, and um, I would be very interested in visiting. Uh, Mark Sutherland, aka Hero Shark, where do you get your fantastic mesh goggles? Of course, my goggles are made <laughs> by Hero Shark himself, Mr. Mark Sutherland. They are the best goggles available. Uh, Lawrence Newman, is that second? Another question from Lawrence. Uh, do you run any kind of face mesh under your balaclava? Is it attached to your balaclava, etc.? Uh, Lawrence, I don't. However, I do have a small strip of Velcro just um, attached to it, and this kind of hangs off my nose and keeps the mesh curtain away from my face. Now, the if you wear a mesh balaclava uh, and you're a little bit worried about uh, potentially losing a tooth or being injured, Try putting the mesh on a on your on your hand. Cup your hand so the mesh is just hanging off your fingers and shoot um, a BB into it. It acts like a curtain and it prevents the BB even hitting your skin. Or if it does, all the energy is killed out of it. That's how these mesh balaclavas work. Now, if you're hit full auto in the face, obviously the curtain is going to get pushed back and you are going to get hurt. Uh, but for me, just having this little piece of Velcro strip hanging. Um, on the inside of the mesh masks helps keep it away from my face and protect my teeth. Fingers crossed, um, touch wood and all that. Um, Hero Shark with another question. He asked what my favourite brand of or my favourite cheese is and what do I accompany it with? Um, I really like Brie, I also like Stilton um, and I normally accompany it accompany it with a glass of port. Uh, Hutchie, Mark Hutchie, sniper operative player, says he's played at a few sites abroad now and if you could only play one of them again, which would you pick? I Same answer to Fraser, it is the bear's head in France, no doubt about it. But having said that, I went to a Milsim in Norway and it was absolutely beautiful. It was stunning field, huge area, and we're going to be going back to Norway in the spring to play a sniper ops game in the mountains of Norway, and that's going to happen in spring. Eric asks, Gilly suit versus a leaf suit. I, it depends on the situation. Nine times out of ten, it will be a leaf suit, but that doesn't mean that I write off ghillie suits. I think that's too broad of a question really depends on the scenario. Michael Butler asks, what is the other pistol I sometimes use in my videos? That, my new one is a Tokyo Maruri HK45, but I have used in the past a Tokyo Maruri P226. Both really good guns. The TMP226 is a proper workhorse, but that new HK45 I'm using is 
beautiful. I absolutely love it. Really good gun. Uh, Robert asks, have I considered coming to the States? I answered that one a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, Stephen Lee Loftin asks, Fall is on the way. Will you be making modifications to your ghillie or be using another ghillie for the changes in colour? Well, I've got four or five ghillie suits and my autumn suit is ready to go. But yes, I will be making changes and there will be a swap over of suits. I think I will start very shortly, not this weekend, probably next week, uh, removing some of my bright greens off my summer suit and adding in a few autumn colours and then a couple of weeks later I'll probably switch completely over suit to my autumn leaf suit and probably add a few little greens into the autumn suit which will then get removed over the, a few weeks after that. Great question Stephen. Um, keep an eye on both my Instagram and in the Sniper Ops group I'll post updates of my suit transformation as the season changes there and that guys brings us to the end of these questions thank you so much for everyone for um, leaving them all it's been great to hear from you great to have these questions great to answer them and if you did enjoy this format of podcast let me know um, send me a message and i will try to do another one of these maybe in another week or so and we can maybe get it rolling as a regular uh, feature and maybe i can get some guests on as well so thanks very much for listening guys and i will see you next time